to say good morning to all of you. We thank and praise God for your presence. It's good to see everybody. Amen. Good to see y'all. Amen. When I don't see your faces, I miss you. Amen. Amen. When I don't see your faces, I miss you. And I want to say that we just love you today and we just praise God. Uh, where we're going to be coming from today, we're going to start off in Hebrews chapter number 11. We're going to start off in Hebrew chapter number 11. On Wednesday night, we begin to talk about the power of faith and the promises of God. And uh, we began, the Lord began to speak to us about uh, Abraham when he was 100 years old. That was the time when the promise was fulfilled. And it looked and appeared to be a hopeless situation because he had received the promise when he was 75 years old, but he didn't bring forth his child until he was 100 years old. And the Bible says that he did not count the, the deadness of his body, uh, but he believed God. He was strong in faith. He didn't stagger at his faith. And the Lord challenged us that in times like these, our faith needs to stand firm. Even though it looks hopeless, you still have to believe what God had promised. And then God uh, uh, let us know also that when he called him, he, he, we, you know, we, we kind of laughed because when he called Abraham, Abraham was, uh, is and uh, was a heathen. And we, we asked the question, how many of us would have chosen someone that was a heathen, someone that did not uh, know the Lord uh, to, to lead you? But that's, what, that's God's way. That's not man's way. And that's what happened. He chose Abraham when he was a heathen. He was a, he was a worshiper of idol gods. But he called him and he called him away from those things that are familiar to him. He called him away from his country. He called him away from his kindred. He called him away from his family's house or his father's house. So what God is doing also in this season, he's calling us away from those familiar things. See, we're, we're comfortable in familiar places. So that way we feel like, okay, we, we know how to do it and we know what's going to happen. We know what to expect. But, but, but then in this season, as God began to speak to me, he says, this, the next four months, and, the, and I don't know how long a season is when it comes down to God's time, but he does say that this will be a season of faith. It's a, it's a season of faith. Everything that will happen, it, uh, uh, gonna, you're going to have to use your faith. You cannot walk by what you see. You have to walk by what you don't see and knowing that God is guiding all at the same time. Now, looking at Hebrew chapter number 11, and we want, we're going, first we're going to deal with one verse out of chapter uh, number 11 in the book of, of Hebrews. Now, that particular verse is verse number 8. It says, By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after received for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, and what does it say? Not knowing whether he went. God says, he says, remind my people, tell my people, in this season, it will be a season of no details. 
It's a season where, where God is going to call for us to, to do things, but he will not give us any details. But even though God is a detailed God, in this season, the season we're about to embark upon, it will be a season where there is very few details. In other words, you have to walk by faith and not by sight. He said there's no, te- de- no details because he says and when he, spoke to, he speaks to Abraham, he says he, he obeyed, but he didn't receive his inheritance, but he went not knowing which way he was going. He didn't know which way he was going. That was the call, but he had no clue. He just trusted God. Can you imagine in your mind being a heathen, being, oh, Holy Spirit, being a, a heathen, being one that's not saved, and there is a voice speaking to you and calling you away from those familiar things, and there is something on the inside of you that will cause you to obey. See, and this season, God said, I'm going to start, I'm calling people out of the world. And I'm calling them into an, a, a kingdom, the kingdom of God. You see, the world is very familiar to all of us because we all have been in the world and some of us still is. And sometimes even we all are in the world. But the, the word of God says in this season, he's calling us from that place called world into the kingdom of God. Most people don't even understand the word kingdom. We think it's something just tangible that you go out and you reach and you change. No, the Bible says the kingdom is within you. And wherever the kingdom is, there is a king. Most people do not even know that the king lives on the inside of them. But God says in this season, in this season, his first instructions to us is to come away, to follow him, even though he does not give us every little detail. Can we do that? We have to be careful how we answer. <laughs> can, can we really follow God not knowing how, where we're going to end up? We, we asked the question, on, on, uh, when we was dealing with faith, we were talking about faith. And you get to understand Oftentimes, when we talk about faith, we, we quote Hebrew chapter 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But I took another look at that. See, it says faith is a substance. But then it says it's, an, it's the evidence. It's proof of those things not seen. And I asked the question uh, uh, on Wednesday, and we, we kind of got tickled. I asked the question, and uh, what happened was... Uh, we were all talking about faith, and asked Minister Tom. I said, Minister Tom, I said, um, is your car outside? And all of a sudden, you know, he said, yeah, I drove it up here. I said, but we've inside the house. The door is shut. How do you know your car is still outside? All of you, whatever you came in, how do you know when you go out those doors that your vehicle is still out there? Faith. You and it's the same way with God. If we can believe that's something that's tangible, that when we go out there we're going to be able to, our car is out there, then why can't we believe God when he calls us to another place? 
And we'll get to that strange country, okay? Now, let's go to the book of Genesis. Genesis, keep your place in Hebrew chapter 11. And let's go to Genesis chapter number 12. 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 Now, in Genesis chapter number 12, we already know he has been called Abraham, which is noted to be a, um, a man of great faith. He's been called away from those familiar things. He obeys, he goes, okay? Now, we have to understand this. His first stop after his call is in verse number 7. Verse number 7 in Genesis chapter number 12. It says, And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there he built an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. At the very first stop in this season of faith, God says there is going to be, and it will be a season of revelation, a season of uncovering, and a season of revealing. See, he calls, he calls Abram, and he, he puts him in this land where he had promised that he was going to possess. But he gives it to his offspring. He tells him, he said, unto thy seed will I give this land. Some things that we are, God has promised us, some things we desire, we may not never see in our lifetime, but your offsprings may see it. Amen. Your offsprings. So, so that first stop, God says, listen, in this season, when, when things are beginning to happen, you're going to have to use your faith because those things that I promise you, all of a sudden things are going to be revealed to you. The spirit of revelation will begin to operate in us. Then he said, I'm not only will the revelations come, he said, I'm going to start in this season to uncover things. Be careful. God says, I'm going to uncover things. I'm going to reveal things. Your first stop, God is saying, I promise you this, but you won't get it. Your offsprings will. Can, can, can we handle that? Can we handle that which God says, I'm going to give to you? You know, everybody, you'll be blessed, and, and, and anybody that come up against you, they're going to be, be cursed. But can you handle that God has told you, listen, I am going to use you mightily. I, I, I'm, God said, I'm going to bless you in such a way that it, it, it will blow your mind. And then all of a sudden he tells you when you arrive at that place, when you think everything's going to happen for you, he tells you it's for your offspring. And I would probably say, oh, mm. and I'm quite sure my heart would drop. Amen. This, okay, let, let, let's, let's take it down memory. Let, let's, thank you, Holy Spirit. Can you imagine when Martin Luther King marched, made his speech, and he began to talk about uh, the, the, the white boys and the black boys, they're going to be holding hands, girls and the boys. I mean, they're going to be walking in unity. Okay. Can, can you fathom this? And can you imagine when you look, when you open, when you cut on your television, all of a sudden you see all this, this chaos. That does not mean 
what he had promised, what he had said, what he had spoken from the mountaintop, is not going to come to pass. It just may not happen in our lifetime. But it will happen. So whatever God promises, he says that it will come to pass. Now, the next stop he makes, and God says the next stop in our season is still in verse number 7. He says once he's there and God speaks to him, he said he builds an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. So God says now, in the process of this stopping and God is leading, he says, now you're going to have to build an altar in this season, your season of faith. Okay, God, what do you mean? I'm going to have to build an altar, you know, in this season of faith. God says, and I questioned him. I said, now, Lord, what's the purpose of the altar? God says, in this season of faith, he said, tell my people they have to lay their flesh as well as their spirit on the altar. Now, the, I'm not talking about the altar where people you call people to come up and they say, come down to the altar. No, 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 no. That, that's traditional. But God says that in this season, it's going to be a time of surrender and sacrifice. It's going to be where the flesh and the spirit is battling. You think you had some battles now. You just wait to this, this season of faith to really begin to operate. You got to put your flesh and your spirit on the altar, and they both will be battling one another. Both will want control. Now, your flesh is your ego and your self-confidence, your flesh. <laughs> it does not recognize uh, uh, the Spirit of God. Your flesh does not recognize the Spirit of God. God says, you're going to have to sacrifice your flesh. And, it's, and the, spirit be, the, the Spirit of God within you is going to be battling your flesh. Anybody been battling that flesh here lately? <laughs> You've been wrestling with your flesh? Or are we so holy that we don't acknowledge when we are wrestling against our flesh? Thank you, brother in the back. You raised your hand. Yeah, you, mm, you, you, you feel me. Amen. Because most church folk wear masks. And I, mean, I don't mean the mask that we got on. I'm telling most church folks will put a mask on their face as if everything is going along all right. But if the truth be known, they've been in a wrestle. Amen. Can we, I've always said this house should be a house of realness. Of realness. This is a house of realness, and this is a house that does not judge. And, 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 and God said, listen, brother, tell them, in this season, you're going to have some battles, baby. You, you're going to be wrestling. You, that is going to happen because you've been called away from that familiar place. Everybody know where that familiar place is. And that the enemy does not want us to come out from our familiar place. So our ego sits on the throne. How many of us allows our ego to take charge? Don't answer. Think about it. Just think about it, okay? Now, let's go to verse number 8. Remember now, in verse number 7, he's building an altar, the flesh and the spirit. Is on that altar. It has, it has to be a time of surrender and a time of sacrifice. Now watch verse number eight. Can we just teach this morning? Amen. Amen. Because it's time out for hooping. 
Hooping never got us anywhere. Well, it never got me nowhere. <laughs> I mean, Jesus was a teacher. There's nowhere in the book where Jesus was a hooper. Nowhere in the book. But it's in the book that he was a teacher. Amen. Amen. Now, we as Christians, we just need to be taught. Now, verse 8 says this. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and he pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west, and Hai or Ai on the east, and there he built an altar unto the Lord, and called upon the name of the Lord. Now, here he is again. He's, he's, he's already built the altar once. He's already put his flesh and his spirit upon that altar, and he's already had a bow once. Now he says he's, he's removed. He's on the move now. Uh, and, and what happens is he finds himself in a place called Bethel, which is the house of God. But not only is he there with the house of God, but he also finds himself at a place of Ai. Now, going back, that we talked about the ego on the throne. Well, Ai represents our ego. He finds himself caught between two. He's, God said in this season, we will be at a place or we will be at crossroads in our life. A crossroad is a, is a place wherein a decision has to be made. And we have to know which way to go. You know, in other words, you, you, you're going in a di- direction, and all of a sudden you're not sure which direction to go in. So you, you're at a standstill. You're at a crossroad. And you're trying to see exactly which way do I go. In this season, the Lord says now, is, is we're going to find ourselves at many crossroads. But once again, the Bible says he builds an altar. So, in other words, you've got to put your flesh on the altar more than one time. Because it's going to always want to stay alive. <laughs> Remember now, it's a place of sacrifice and surrender. It's in, the, it's in a battle with the spirit. So, he's having to put his flesh and the spirit on the altar one, one more time. But he's at a crossroad. He's at a place of in-between. In-between what? In-between right Right, <laughs> and in between wrong. Anybody been? We, you know, it's, we're, we're, we're a true place now. We're, we're real now. Thank you, sister. Amen. Thank you. Our in between place. This season, the season of faith, we'll find ourselves in those in between places, but we have to continually put our flesh on the altar. Got to continue to do that. Now, watch verse number nine. We in Hebrew. Now we're in Genesis chapter number twelve. It says now, and Abram journeyed going on still toward the south. Watch verse number ten. It says, And there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. Okay, the next stop. The next stop, the the next stop. All of a sudden now, he is at another stop. And at that stop, what's happening at that stop is he's finding himself in a famine. 
He's finding himself in a season or in a place of lack. He's in a place of lack. You know, by him being in a place of lack, not only is he in a place of lack. Now, look, when you look at verse number 10, it says he was in a place of lack. He says in this land or in the land. That land was the promised land. He was, he was in a place of lack in the promised land. Tell me what makes people think that the church and the world both don't suffer lack at the same time. Because the word of God says it rains on the just as well as the unjust. So when the world is going through and there's a famine and there's a lack of something, that means sometimes in the church it's in a place of lack too. Well, when it, when it, when it appears that things are not going to go right for you, and we have to be very careful that we do not make the wrong move in this season. He's, he's at a place of life. He's, there's a famine there, but watch the path that he takes. In this season, God says we have to watch the pathway or the path that we are going to take. Now, it says this. He goes down. It says in verse 10, Genesis Genesis chapter 12, when he talks about the famine, he said that there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down into Egypt. Now, Egypt represents the world. Anytime you go into Egypt, the world, automatically you're going down. <laughs> There's no question about it. You're going down. So, so he ends up, he, he, he was at a crossroad now. He was at a crossroad. And he makes this decision, well, it's a famine in the church. I, I mean, it seems like everything is dry in the church. I might as well go in and hang out with the world. They, they, you know they dry. <laughs> and he, and he, he, he goes there because he's suffering lack, L-A-C-K, in both places. Well, if, if, if we water our souls with this, God's mind on paper. <laughs> if we want our souls, then we won't be suffering lack. Most times we, we, we're dry because we do not fill our, our internal being with the word of God. But he goes down, let's hurry along. He, he goes down into Egypt. He sojourns. Now that word sojourns, that means a temporarily stay. You have to be careful with the world and when it tells you you're going to only be here a little while. Because the world is very, a very needy place. It's very thirsty and it wants whatever water that you have, whatever nourishment that you have, it wants. So he, he goes there and he said he's going to sojourn because he said the Bible says uh, for the famine, in the latter part of verse 10, for the famine was grievous in the land. In other words, and sometimes in the kingdom, things, this season, things are going to get tight. It's a word of prophecy. In this season that's coming up, things are going to get tight. But you've got to know how to handle it. You have to know what the word of God is saying. You have to know what God is saying. You have to know. See, when, when these things began to happen, you can rest assured if you can just remember what God said, you'll make it through the season. Now, 
this last, last Sunday, yeah, I think it was last Sunday, last Sunday, last Sunday, we talked about how Louisiana was going to be hit. I don't know how many of you here that even remember or even thought about it. Was going to be hit back to back with hurricane, right? First, first one was supposed to be a cat one, and they said this, the second one that was coming, Laura, something about them females, I don't know. But anyhow, it, it, it was supposed to be a cat three, okay? But, but, but we stood in faith asking God to not allow a back-to-back hurricane to hit Louisiana. How many of y'all know that Marco dissipated? When it went forth, I'm talking about faith. <laughs> when it went forth, it did not do what they had called for it to do. It, God, God heard the prayers all around the world asking. And then, and then when it said, can you imagine? about it it would have been completely off the map if one cat the cat four did what it did what if both of them had showed up back to back can you imagine what would have happened that that state would not even be in existence and we think well at least wait a minute think about it well i don't know if i can you know pray in god to heal like that. listen that's what's wrong we doubt god too much we doubt the God on the inside of us. God is powerful. God is awesome. But you've got to operate in faith. This will be a season of faith. It's a season of faith. It's a season. It's a season of faith. A season of faith now. It's a season of faith. It's a season of faith. All right now. Now. It talks about, it goes on and it talks about it was grievous in the land. It was grievous in that land. Well, let's talk about the kingdom. It's a place for saved folk. A kingdom, the kingdom. The kingdom is a place for saved people. Do you not imagine it's going to be difficult for everybody in this the upcoming season? It said it was grievous. It was grievous. It was grievous. But we have to continue to operate in faith. We have to continue to operate in faith. Continue to operate in faith. Now, let's drop down. Let's go over to chapter number 13. Remember now, he goes down. He goes down into the world. He he goes down to a place of limitation. He goes down into Egypt. It's a place of limitation. Now, watch chapter 13. He also builds an altar. Remember, he, at the crossroad, he builds an altar. Now, looking at chapter number 13 in the book of Genesis, and we're going to begin reading verse number 3. Verse number 3 says, And he went on his journeys, with an S. How long, look how long it took him. It said journeys. That means he, he took many routes. He took many routes. It says, and he went on his journeys from the south, even to Bethel, and to the place where his tent had been at the where? At the beginning. Uh, 
between Bethel and Ai unto the place, verse 4, unto the place of the altar which he had made there at first. And there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. You know what he did when he realized he made a mistake and took the wrong road? <clears throat> he turned around and he went back. You notice the scripture, what it said? He went back to Bethel and, you know, and on that pathway of Ai. He went back there. And as it was at the very beginning, he went back to where he had put his flesh and spirit on the altar that place of surrender and sacrifice, he went back there again and watch what he did. What he did now, and uh, in, in, in verse number four, it says, he called on the name of the Lord. God said, in this season, we better start calling his name. We got to call on the name of the Lord in this season. This season is going to be horrific, horrendous. This is a season, this upcoming season is going to be pretty rough. But he goes back to that place that he was in the very beginning where he had to sacrifice his flesh. He goes back there. How many times did we offer God our flesh, but we really don't call on his name? Because if we understood that when we call on his name, his name is powerful. <laughs> there, is a, there is power in the name of Jesus. If, if we would just call on him, God said in this season, we're going to have to call on him more than we ever have called on him. And we get to call on him in, in, in faith. We, we can't walk by sight. We have to walk by faith. Believe it, I don't see it, but God, I believe it because you are, is the author of this entire universe. So, so he's, he's now, he's making a turn, but he's calling on the name of Jesus. He, 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 he goes back and he put that flesh on the altar again. You see how many times he's putting the flesh on the altar? That with, with the flesh and the spirit, that's always going to be a battle. Always. That, that, that's what Paul was trying to express. And Paul was saying, when I go to try to do good, he said, evil is always present. But what I love is this. At the very end, he discovers something. He says, thanks be to God who gives me the victory. Even though the flesh and the spirit is in battle, when you call on the name of Jesus, you're going to get the victory. There is no way you cannot be victorious when you call on the name of Jesus. In this season of faith, we've got to call on the master. We've got to call on the master. Now, let's go to Hebrew. We're going to finish this up. Let's go back to Hebrew chapter number 11. Hebrew chapter number 11. Watch what's going to be happening in this season. Hebrews chapter number 11. Now, verse number 9 says, By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country. Do we not know when we leave from the world, when we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we go into a new era, a new kingdom? And, and, and that new kingdom 
would normally appear to be strange to us. See, the kingdom way, the God's way, the kingdom way is strange. It's, it's, a, it's a new country. It's a strange country. It, it, it's, it's not like the world. It, it's, it's, it's rules and it's regulations and, and it's ordinances and it's moral standards are completely different. So he's hanging out now. He's hanging out at, in, in the place of promise. He's hanging out there. Now look at verse number 10. Hebrews chapter 11. We're talking about the season of faith. Hebrews chapter 10 says, For he looked for a city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God. God says in this season, the season of faith, he says it's a season of searching. It will be a season of searching, a season of rescuing, and a season of exploring. He's looking. He's looking for this city. He's looking for this encounter. So we, Jesus says, and God says, you know, seek me where I may be found. So in this season, the upcoming season, the season of faith, it's, it's a season where we're going to be on a search for God. You're going to be, it's going to be a search. It's going to be a season where we're searching for the master. And once we, once we, we're searching for the master, we'll be rescued and, and it'll be a place where we can explore things. Can you imagine what, what you may find? Cause you're not in that old world, but you're in the kingdom. See, in the kingdom, they're all kind of jewels. <laughs> I mean, it's all kind of jewels. I mean, there are great things in the kingdom of God. Awesome things in the kingdom of God. We're going to be on a search. You talking about finding diamonds and gold and all that stuff in the natural. Can you imagine what you will find in the kingdom? That our mind cannot even begin to comprehend those things that we will find in the kingdom. So God said in this season of faith, in this season of faith, he said, Brenda, be an explorer and see what you might find. Columbus discovered, well, that's what the book said. That ain't what God said. It, the book said, the history book said, Columbus discovered America. But that ain't what the Bible say. The Bible already said that either the earth was round. The Bible already said that now. So he ain't discovered nothing. That's what man wrote. That's not what God wrote. It's in the book. You know, he, he, he talks about sitting on the circle of the earth. So if, 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 if it's written, he's sitting on the circle of the earth, that means he already knew that the earth was a circle. He already knew that. See, so sometimes we can get caught up in what the historians say or what the scientists say and not get caught up in what God's words say. And so, and so this season, the this, this season of faith, you go, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. He said, go with the spirit of expectation. Whenever you're going, whenever you, you're going and you're, going and you're about to accomplish something or doing something, God says, go with expectation. See, the body of Christ don't, do not expect anything. We got to go with the spirit of expectation. Be excited in this season. And watch what he says here now. He says, the city which has foundations with an S. Can't even begin to imagine. See, faith has a found, faith is a foundation. 
And there are many levels to faith. Everybody's given a certain measure of faith according to the word of God. But everybody do not know how to use their faith to bring about things. See, you've got to use your faith. There are foundations. There are levels to faith. And then he says, whose builder and maker is God. So God says, in the season coming up, he said, you're going to begin to lose sight of earthly things. You lose sight of earthly things. You know, he talks about seeking, put your mind on those things above and not those things on the earth. So you're going to begin to seek for heavenly things, eternal things, things that are lasting, things that are enduring. He says in this season, the season of faith, you're going to begin to cut loose of, of those things that holds us or connect us to it, those earthly things, the materialistic things. He said, well, in this season of faith, some of those things are not going to even matter anymore. Mm. And then let's go down to this last, this, this, this last verse. Verse 13, Hebrew chapter 11. It says, these all died in faith, not having received the promises. They died in faith. They died believing. They didn't receive. But watch what it says. But having seen them afar off. Can you see your deliverance afar off? And then it says, and were persuaded a hundred percent. He was persuaded a hundred percent that he would receive those promises. But then he says, and were persuaded of them, and he embraced them. And watch what he confesses. And he confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. This season... The season of faith would also be a season of discovery. It would be a season of discovery. What am I discovering? I'm discovering that I'm just a stranger here. (laughs) I am just a pilgrim here. I'm discovering that this is not my home. Out of the midst of everything that's going on and, and, and attaching myself to things, I'm discovering out of everything that this place called earth is not my home. That's why we have to learn to detach because this is not our home. They're discovering, okay, I'm just a stranger. I'm just passing through. I'm not going to be here forever. But I thank God. For the discovery. Reflecting in this season, there will be no season. God, there will be a whole lot of details. Hmm. We're going to have to continually put our flesh on the altar, and the flesh and the spirit will be in continually in battle. We will come to, to the crossroad of, of decisions. We have to remember that. Remember that there's going to be difficult times in where we're going to have to make decisions and choices. In this season, because there will be a season of light, and we're going to need some direction. And we got to remember, we have to, at times, return back to the crossroad, especially if we made the wrong decision. It's going to be a season of rescuing, 
a season of exploring, a season of searching, and finally it will be a season of discovery. We're going to discover this here is not my home. I wonder why we want to stay here all the time. I wonder why we get so attached to a place that's not our home. Why do we do that? But the season of faith, whether you hear or don't hear, you got to remember, we're going to be facing some things. We're going to be facing some things, and we have to make sure, very sure, that our anchor holds. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 We're just thinking, we're thinking, praise God. And what we're going to do before we even 